Hello, everyone, and a very warm welcome. This is another edition of Marketing the Invisible. My name is Tom Poland, beaming out to you from a little castaways beach in Queensland, Australia, joined today by Dr. Sarah E. Brown. Sarah, very warm welcome. Where are you hanging out? Thank you. I am in Wilmington, Delaware, on mid-Atlantic of the U.S. Perfect. Thank you very much. Now, Sarah and I have known each other for a wee while now, but for those of you who don't know her, after 30 years of corporate work, most recently as managing director of for Accenture, pretty big deal, everyone. This is a massive organization. So highly qualified, very experienced in management and executive positions, global management and so on. She retired. Um, so now she's devoted herself to teaching women and companies to self-coach. Very interesting concept. And this, this concept, when it's applied, increases commitment, confidence, and capability to help women achieve their career goals. And I'm sure us men are going to pick something up out of this as well. So our title today, Sarah, is Self-Coaching to Maximize Commitment, Confidence, and Capability to Achieve Business and Career Goals. And you're going to show us how to do that in just seven minutes. So yeah. no pressure, but our time starts now. Question number one is, who is your ideal client? A senior female executive. She is often the highest ranking woman in her business or division. And for that reason, she's called an only or a lonely because she has few female peers. Right. That would be lonely, I'd imagine. Question number two and six and a half minutes left. What's the problem you solve for this only lonely female executive? She wants to get more females in her organization into leadership roles. But because she's all by herself, she's got limited bandwidth to really work on all of the issues of mentoring and coaching the women in her organization, much less addressing the cultural barriers. So she's struggling to make an impact on what McKinsey and Sheryl Sandberg call the broken rung, where women are starting to fall out of the leadership pipeline. Interesting. And this is the voice of experience you're listening to, folks. Yes, I am. <laughs> so... Question three, just under six minutes left. What are the symptoms that your ideal clients, your future ideal clients are going to be experiencing right now that would kind of give them a heads up and go, oh, I think I need to find out more about what Dr. Sarah E. Brown does? My clients are feeling guilt and a tremendous amount of overwhelm. They want desperately to help the women in their organization. And they often vowed, when I get into a position of influence, I'm going to make a difference. But they're now looking at this and they're feeling completely overwhelmed at the magnitude of the task wow. and the fact that they've got limited bandwidth already to do anything about it. Side question. I can only imagine that there are so many things that us men take for granted in the culture of an organization that those only lonely, successful executive women see instantly and immediately. And they must be hitting the head against a brick wall sometimes, feeling like, am I the only one that sees this? So let's talk about common mistakes that some of these senior executive female leaders are, are making when they're trying to solve this problem. The number one mistake that I see them making is trying to do it all all by themselves anyway. Right. And they do it at the expense of performing their own job well or even tending to their own self-care. Ouch, ouch, ouch. 
so let's go to question five. Thank you. There's four minutes left. What I'm after with question five is one valuable free action, kind of like a top tip from someone who's been there, someone who's done that, you, that's not going to solve the whole problem, but it might start them, you know, take a step in the right direction. My tip is to go talk to your team. Talk to some of the women in maybe the second, third line of leadership in your organization and start them down the path of coaching themselves. And you can do that by helping them to help each other to clarify goals. And when you do that, at least when they come to you with a mentoring request, you're not starting from scratch trying to figure out what they want. They're coming in with clarity about what they want and specifically how you can help. Can you repeat that? So talk to the second and third tier woman and ask them to discuss and get clear about their goals. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying teach them how to help to get that group to help themselves get clear about their goals so that when they come to you, they know what it is they want and you don't have to start from scratch. What's important to them. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I imagine that would be a great great mechanism for which to start the discussion about the possibility of mentorship. Mm -hmm. So let's give folks something more that they can dive into to have a look at this, a valuable free resource. That's question number six, two and a half minutes left. Where can they go to find out more about this and get something for something to read? Well, because getting clear about goals is the first step, in one of my books called Let Your Personality Be Your Career Guide, I have a whole chapter that has exercises on how to do that. And it starts with a woman getting, or a man, but any individual getting clear about his or her own interests, strengths, and needs, and then how to translate that into specific career goals that are right for her. And by taking that, those exercises, you have a mechanism that you can then work with the women to work with each other to get that clarity. Right. You're giving people, our listeners, the tools to enact the answer to question number five, how are you going to do this? That, mm-hmm. I love the fact mm-hmm. that you're aligning their natural interests and curiosities, I imagine, and what they want to be doing with their career goals. That makes so much sense. And you can get this book, I forgot to say, you on sarahebrown.com. Yes. All right. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll have that under the under the video interview. But if you're listening to this on, on iTunes or somewhere else, folks, Sarah, S-A-R-A-H-E, brown.com. Go get it. Get the tools. It's completely free. And it's going to help you take that next step towards embedding a culture of self-coaching in your organization for those female executives you want to have their career progress. One minute left, question number seven. What's the one question I should have asked you but didn't? What is self-coaching? Because it's obviously what I think is the answer to my client's dilemma. Right. And by that, I mean teaching women at the first, second, maybe even third line of leadership, how they can get clarity on goals, take smart action, overcome barriers and build the support they need. And more importantly, how to make an efficient mentoring request so that when they do come to you and they really do need help, they're very clear and it's a very doable request. When women have clarity and confidence and the capability in their own goals, everybody starts working on making that happen and nobody gets burned out in the process. Perfect. Dr. Sarah E. Brown, thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure. 
Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.